1: Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals Draft Podcast brought to you by our friends at OG's. OG's Flavoring Fridays, huge shout out, official sponsor, partner of PHNX, not your average cannabis infused gummy. They absolutely knock it out of the park when it comes to flavor and the effects of the gummies. They're a slam dunk too, as is this podcast, Bull Brock. Check them out, OGBrands.com. Check us out here, your premier draft podcast, as it relates to the Arizona Cardinals, Bo.
2: Yeah, with the uh, Arizona Cardinals only 3-10 and 10 on the season, during their bye week, you're looking for something to spice up, maybe flavor the 2023 campaign for the Redbirds. And the NFL draft certainly does it. It's the OG's brand uh, way to kind of infuse flavor into this uh You know, I know it's exciting under a first year head coach, first year GM, and trying to figure out about Kyler Murray and the rest of this roster. But having two first round picks, Johnny, that gets you fired up. I'm fired up
1: for all the props that come on our respected favorite gambling partners like BetMGM when those become available. Now, right now, you can dabble with a little bit of like first, second, third overall pick, which I absolutely love. I love like when we get in the second and third round talking about like, This position to this team, it's going to be fabulous. It's going to be something that we're going to discuss all draft season. We're also going to talk to you about Heisman odds right now. We were talking about a Brock off-air. Jaden Daniels with our friends at BetMGM, the prohibitive favorite to take home the Heisman Trophy.
2: Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, the jump that he's made since his days here in Tempe, playing in our backyard for the Sun Devils, where he was putting up modest numbers, man. I mean, like... We're talking 15 touchdowns, 17 touch passing touchdowns. He knew about the athleticism, but he never envisioned him becoming kind of the, the complete package that he's been this season at LSU. Now, I'm a little skeptical, skeptical that that's going to translate to the next level. And we'll, we'll ask our guest coming up here, Trevor Sikma from Pro Football Focus, about that, but Jaden Daniels, legitimate, like the front-runner betting odds on favorite to take home the hardware uh, there in New York this weekend. Yeah, I can't even get even money on it with our
1: friends at BetMGM. Now, you can dabble with plus 300 plus on like a Bo Nix or somebody who I still think, you know, is worthy of the award. But Jaden, like 50 touchdowns, four picks for LSU and the Tigers this year. Just unbelievable. What else is unbelievable? The offers from BetMGM right now. BetMGM at $1,500 first bet offer signing up. With that bonus code PHNX. Again, new customers, download the BetMGM Sportsbook app or visit betmgm.com. Sign up at least 10 bones into your account, place your first wager, and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If it loses, you lose, you're a winner. Where else is that going to be? Sign up for BetMGM, bonus code PHNX, 10, up to $1,500 back after your initial wager has settled. Check out the show notes for full details. Now listen to my guy Shane Diefenbach talk about it in the disclaimer.
2: Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778 hope Y, or text hope and 467 369 new york Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. one 800 270 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Of course, the future is bright for all four of those uh, Heisman candidates that were required uh, to New York, so much so. I want to dabble put some of that money that they're going to earn at the next level on some Shady Rays sunglasses. Of course, Shady Rays official sunglasses partner of PHNX and PHNX Sports PHNX Cardinals. Use the promo code PHNX to get 50% off two or more pairs of sunglasses. Yes, the deal continues. Go to ShadyRays.com. It's a world-class product. Of course, independent sunglasses company that has a price point well below $100. So you can save some money. You can load up on some great Shady race swag and. Of course, protect your eyes. We're out there adventuring. Check them out right now. ShadyRays.com, their full product line. Put in that PNH, PHNX promo code. That's going to save you 50% on two or more pairs of premium polarized sunglasses. Uh, they've got an insane protection and, and replacement plan. You break them, you lose them. They're going to replace them. No questions asked. Long or shortly after you purchase them. Check out why 250,000 plus people are rating them five stars. ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code PH. Nx. I feel weird. It's like when you have a favorite actor, maybe just favorite athlete, and you're willing to just watch them on anything, right? You've got like they go on Conan or they go on like the Tonight Show or they're doing a sports center like Sunday conversation you watch. And I feel like that's what I'm going to be Saturday night with Marvin Harrison Jr. Am I setting myself up to be completely my my heart ripped out of my chest cavity if the Cardinals play themselves out of uh, MHJ? It you know I think it works the best like the year Kyler Murray
1: won the Heisman like I was not keyed in on Kyler Murray I don't know about you at the time like I was very much in the thick of rocking my Josh Rosen jersey at the chosen Rosen field yeah I wasn't even like wasn't even in the same realm so like that almost works better when you're grossly naive like <laughs> I was back then but I I think yeah at the end of the day I think Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm I'm set up to be pleasantly surprised if he becomes an Arizona Cardinal but I'm not expecting it like I, f- I feel like after Sunday this team and it's it's so crazy how this changes week to week isn't it like we knew this was going to be a roller coaster when Kyler Murray came back give this team a shot in the arm but very much like Marvin Harrison Jr. became the lock of the century and we're barely scratching the surface with these quarterbacks too oh they could be picking Six, seven or eight if they beat yeah. you know the Chicago Bears on Christmas Eve or Seattle in week 18. I mean, it is so touch and go. But I think Cardinal fans can take solace, Bowen, knowing this is a blue chip class. Like last year, the Cardinals did the wise move. They took some sure thing meat and potato players
2: and doubled down, sometimes tripled down on the 2024 NFL draft. And uh, looking ahead to the 2024 draft for the Arizona Cardinals, they are just flush with picks, we're gonna bring on a guy from Pro Football Focus, PFF, Trevor Sikkema, one of the best in the biz. For my money, the best. Trev, what's going on, my man? Uh, I'm doing great, guys.
1: Appreciate you having me on the show as always. I remember we were with you at the combine last year, and we were talking about the top of the draft, and it was you were very much in the camp, like you know, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson Jr. These are the best players, and then the, there was a little bit of a drop off, right? Fair or not? Like we liked Witherspoon, and some of these other guys. But, like, contextualize it for our listeners, if you could, the difference between the two classes. Cause this year, I, I felt like this time last year, we were hearing about like two to three guys. This year, there's like 10 dudes who feel like blue chippers, at least to me.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know how many blue chip guys I'll have when it's all said and done, but I know it's going to be more than it was last year. So, I think a lot of those teams that are picking within, let's just say, the top eight are going to do so a lot more confidently where, you know, Arizona, you know, they're picking up high during the order and, you know, we see them work their magic, you know, trade back and then trade back. up. I I thought that Monty Austin Ford did a, did a really great job kind of navigating what was in front of them for the 2023 draft. And then like you guys just said, uh, being able to get a lot of ammo for this class, because that's what all sorts of NFL scouting staffs do. You never know exactly what the next year is going to hold you could have a good idea. You know, your scouts are hard at work all year long and they're not just scouting the guys that are currently in this class. They're looking forward as well. So I thought they did a great job realizing the 2024 class had a chance to be a lot better than that 2023 class. And that has manifested that that is the case. I'm, I'm going to go through a, a lot of my final um, regular season film review for a lot of these guys over the next, I would say month and a half. And I'm going to come away with a lot more first round grades. I already know it than what I had last year. So uh, like I said, if you are one of those teams that's picking in the top eight, you're going to do so pretty confidently this year.
2: By the time you're done with it, the Christmas tree behind you will be a different color or probably be <laughs> brown, but we'll, you'll be more well-informed. You're already very well-informed. What are you seeing early on as, as you just kind of just begin this process and you're always dialed in, but the strengths of this draft so far?
0: Yeah. Fortunately for teams, it's a lot of the premium positions, you know, okay. Quarterback beyond maybe those top two guys, there's an argument for some players, you know, everybody loves Caleb Williams and Drake may, but you got Jaden Daniels, you got Bo Nix, you got JJ McCarthy, Shadur Sanders. If he comes out in this class, Michael Penix jr. Right. And I'm just rolling off the top of my head, these quarterbacks right. that could be, you know, at least consider within the top 50 and that's not always the case, even for that position. So quarterback, very intriguing wide receiver is loaded and I know it feels like we say that every year but just to give you guys context of where we're at here I think I'm probably going to have four at least wide receivers that would have been wide receiver one last year in last year's draft before I got to Jackson Smith and Jigba who I liked a lot but I'll I'll let you know I'm kind of going through a lot of these final film reviews now and like I like Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Ibuka from Ohio State more than I like Jackson Smith and Jigbo when it was all said and done. So it's like those are two guys who are just coming from the same program. And that's not even counting guys like Malik Nabors from LSU, Brian Thomas from LSU, Romo Dunze from Washington, Keon Coleman from Florida State. And it's like all of those guys might end up being uh, that caliber of a wide receiver one uh, when I get to my final grades. But wide receiver is absolutely loaded. I know we say that every year, but this year specifically, it's a lot of fun. Corner. I like the depth of this class. I don't think there is, you know, I really loved Devon Witherspoon last year. I love Christian Gonzalez as well. Those guys were top 10 guys on my board when it was all said and done. I don't know if I'm going to have a corner on the top 10 of my board, but that's not to say mid first round, late first round. And then throughout day two, there's not going to be a lot of really good guys to like. Cause I think that that's the case too. So maybe not as star studded at the top for the cornerback class, but a lot of guys to like there and then edge or two. I just think that that's the last class that uh, that I would highlight as a premium in this draft. You've got four or five guys that are all within the first round conversation that could uh, be year one impact players. It's crazy to think about
1: the predictions and the analysts talking about that the top three picks in the draft could already be set. It just kind of depends on the order. Are you in that camp that regardless of how it falls and the teams that are there, Caleb, Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr. Are, are gonna unequivocally be the first three picks in the draft. Like, give me a percentage on that if you could. I know I'm putting you on the spot. No, so
0: and it's it's fine. I think that the one who would actually maybe mess that up might be Caleb Williams. Like, cause I, hmm. I look at I look at those other three and Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be the easiest eval in the world. Like I right. think that he is going to get top five grades from basically every team in the NFL. And so mm-hmm. if you don't get one of those quarterbacks or if you are not a quarterback-needy team, you're probably going to go with him. Although it's it's kind of wild to say that given mm-hmm. how talented Olu Fashanu and Joe Walt are, the offensive tackles from Notre Dame and Penn State, who I also think could be top five caliber players. But I think that it's pretty clear cut with May, with Caleb Williams, and then with Marvin Harrison Jr., I think that May is going to get a lot of Justin Herbert comps, right? You just look at the overall arm talent, what kind of a playmaker is. He is how he's got that elusiveness with him. He can make some things happen with his legs, but also he's got a rocket of an arm. He's had the most big-time throws that we've had in college football over the last couple of years from our data at PFF. So, I mean, this is a guy who absolutely knows how to put the ball in fantastic situations and be a franchise type of a quarterback. Caleb Williams has done things that no other quarterback has done over the last two years. There's no doubt about it, but how he plays in structure, how he takes care of the ball, if anything, the guy, the the, the situation that might mess up those three players being one, two and three in some order would just be if some teams are really out on Caleb because wow. of how he turns the ball over or things like that. I don't think that's going to be the case, but it feels as though if something's going to disrupt that one, two, three, be- between those three names, I guess that would be the area where it's pre- may- maybe weakest.
2: It's it's wild and it often happens, right? I mean, you see these prospects that are tabbed like can't miss, generational going into a college football season, and then the rigors of that season, it just takes things back to reality. And it feels like that's happened to these quarterbacks. Now, with that being said, and, and Trevor, it feels like, you know, you're a little in line with that. But as far as where how it pertains to Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. it feels, you know, people are turning once they're seeing Kyler Murray over this four-game stretch since he's returned from this ACL injury that the Cardinals would be best set to move forward with K-1 as their quarterback. How do you feel about that? Or do you think that it's still in play that they could pivot to a rookie contract for the next five years? Yeah, I think that that last part
0: that you said is is the trickiest part, right? Because the most advantageous thing that any franchise could have in football, maybe even in sports is a starting caliber franchise type of quarterback on a rookie contract. It just gives you so much flexibility to build out the rest of your roster. And with Kyler signed long-term, he is he is one of the best quarterbacks that we have in the league, top 15, top 10. I, I don't care where you put him. It doesn't matter. He is somebody who can go out there and win you football games. He was playing at an MVP level before he got hurt. So, I think that the ceiling of what he can bring to the table is worth that kind of a contract. But when you look at that versus the rest of the roster, are you going to be paying Kyler the majority of his money while the team's not good enough to compete? Cause that's a, that's the question that you really have to answer when it comes to one of these guys versus Kyler, because honestly in a vacuum I'm taking Kyler Murray every time because he has proven that he can win and play at a very high level mm-hmm. in the pros. And I think that Kyler is extremely talented. And so you look at these, any quarterback, not just Drake May or Caleb Williams, this isn't really a, a knock on them or a shot at them at all, but they're college players. They, they haven't played in the pros yet. And for as much as we look at some of these guys, even Marvin Harrison Jr., and we say, oh, sure thing, he's going to be a surefire guy, surefire All-Pro, Hall of Fame, whatever it is, the NFL draft is a game of risk. I mean, that's just what it is. And so when you take that risk into consideration in a vacuum, you'd take Kyler over a guy that's completely unproven at the pro level, but where he is in his contract, ultimately Monty Osen or whoever has to make the big decision of, is the rest of our team lined up correctly to where we can have that big turnaround. And I'll tell you, I thought that Arizona, I understand they haven't won a lot of football games this year, but they've been a lot more competitive than I thought that they were going to be going into the season. First year head coach in Jonathan Gannon didn't have your franchise quarterback, you know, got rid of Colt McCoy before the season even started. Mm. So it felt like the tank was on before the, the, the games even got kicked off. I looked at that roster. and I was like, man, you got trench needs on offensive and defensive side of the ball. You got playmakers that need to emerge. The secondary needs a lot of help. And I thought that this team was going to look terrible. That's not been the case. They're at mm. least looking really competitive for what they have on paper here. And that, to me, actually gives me a lot more faith in, hey, you know what? You got a top three pick here. You go out to get yourself a Marvin Harrison Jr., pair him with Kyler Murray, go get a a, a defensive stud later in the first round, continue to build out the rest of the, I would say, the backbone of the roster as the picks go on throughout um, the rest of this draft. And like, man, all of a sudden, you're slingshotting things a lot quicker than maybe it was anticipated that Arizona would be able to compete. So that's a very long-winded answer into kind of the Kyler Murray question as we're discussing a lot of that stuff right now
1: I want to preface this question with uh, the responses I do not feel this way but there are a segmented part of the the Cardinal fan base watching Will Anderson Jr. and how he performs right now and subsequently Houston's pick not being the top 10 darling that we thought once upon a time and said well did the Cardinals make a mistake trading down out of 3 last year not taking Will Anderson Jr. taking Paris Johnson and you know they've got a first and a third from Houston in 2024 mm-hmm. Paris Johnson Jr has not missed a snap this year has been I would say rock solid you know had some up and down games like all tackles do but like assess that situation because Will Anderson Jr I think started a little slower and now he's he's kicking ass and taking names every every Sunday, like, do you feel like the Cardinals would like a mulligan on that?
0: I, I don't personally, okay. I, I think that they made the right move. I mean, Will was always going to be a stud. He was one of the very few blue chip players that you had last year that sure. I mean, you maybe had the opportunity to, to get your hands on. And for that particular draft class, you could have, you know, patted yourself on the back and say, Hey, we came away with one of the better players in the class, but I still think that that could be the case with Paris Johnson. And, yeah. and I think that what they did for where they are, you've got to like the maneuvers of them moving up and back and having that kind of confidence. First and foremost, I think it shows you that your GM understands the game of the NFL draft. And that Mm -hmm. would give me a lot of confidence as a fan Two, you know, you trade back and you trade back up and you go get a piece that you really needed. I think Paris Johnson jr. Is going to be a really good offensive tackle in this league. I do. And you know, when you talk about how a guy performs in his rookie year, The most difficult position in the game to play as a rookie is quarterback. I I think that that's that's at the top of the list. But then I would say offensive tackle and cornerback are Mm -hmm. then those next two positions. So for a talented offensive lineman to – have some ups and downs, not just early on, but throughout their rookie season. I mean, we see that all the time. Andrew Thomas is the recent example for the New York Giants. I mean, he was not good coming out of the gate to start his career, and now he's one of the best young left tackles in the game. So I think that that's not anything to worry about. I I would, for as good as Will Anderson has been, I still think the Cardinals went about things the right way because you look at it this year and, okay, So, it's not a Chicago situation where they have the number one pick and the number five overall pick. You've got number three right now, and you've got a pick that is probably going to be anywhere from 15 to 25. You're happy with that. In this class, for as we said, as deep as this first round group is with talented players at really premium positions. I mean not only do you not regret it, I think that you're like you are smiling ear to ear with the two guys that you're going to be able to add here in this first round and then knowing how deep that this class is into the second and third rounds with those extra picks too.
2: With hindsight being 2020, and, and you obviously gave your thoughts on Paris Johnson Jr., they do go with the edge rusher at LSU, BJ Ojulari, after they trade down the Will Levis pick, Tennessee at 41. They get BJ. He's emerging here later in the season. We like what we've seen from a healthy Michael Wilson. I know he's missed four games already his rookie year. Garrett Williams has been pretty sticky in the slot. Uh, the, the overall thoughts so far through what 13 weeks of Monte awesome for its first class. I, I mean, again, I I really like these dudes. You know, when you look at
0: an NFL draft, sometimes it can be tempting to look at the entire list and be like, all right, I you know, there's only like two or three names that are really big difference makers. But OK, well, the further you get back into a draft class, a lot more difficult it is to hit on these guys as potential starters. And so for you to come away with Paris Johnson, who I think is a. Obviously, a starter for them is going to be a future starter for them. I think B.J. Ojolari is as well, though I figured that it would be a little bit of an adjustment period given that he was a speed rusher in college. Okay, well, if you're winning with speed and athleticism and bend at the college level, it's going to take you a little bit of time because you know maybe the speed, the gear that you used in college could work against college left tackles. You probably are going to have to you know th- throw a different type of pitch or a different type of tempo or a different type of move at NFL offensive tackles. Maybe you could beat him with speed to the outside once, But a lot of the best offensive tackles in the NFL, the ones that are starting long-term, all right, you beat them to the outside once, they're not going to let you beat them again. So then you got to be able to throw something else at them. I thought that that was going to be the journey of B.J. Ozolari, and we're kind of seeing that this year. So I think that that's a great pick as well. Garrett Williams is somebody who, if he was fully healthy throughout his college career, especially for those last two seasons, I think he's getting drafted higher. I really do. I think that he has really good cover corner ability, so I like him. And then Michael Wilson's my dude, you know, he was a top 10 receiver for me last year. And so injuries, unfortunately, were a story of his career when he was at Stanford. But when he was healthy, his threat percentage, which is something that we use over at PFF, basically to describe wide receiver usage, like when you were on the field, when you are running a route, how often does the team target you? was consistently very high, especially on money downs. When they wanted to have a completion, when they needed something, when they were building out their passing attack, they were consistently doing it around Michael Wilson. So the fact that he's playing well is uh, is not a surprise to me. And 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 when I look at those things, as, as well as Keetra Clark, man, I know Keetra mm-hmm. Clark is somebody who up and down for him, but I mentioned how difficult it is to play corner, especially yeah. for a smaller corner. I even I just I love the fact that he's been able to get in there, not look too overwhelmed, continue to play confident. And when I watched him last year, I thought that he could be a steal of the draft as a nickel corner in the in the league. And so I still have that high hopes for him, given
1: the amount of teams currently right now, Trevor, in the top 10 that desperately emphasize desperately need a quarterback like the Giants are in there. I would Mm -hmm. say even the commanders, the Titans, right the Raiders, there's all these quarterback needy teams. And then there's the Cardinals who we both feel like you're going to stick with Kyler Murray. That's the right decision. How many quarterbacks could you envision going top 10? And who is that next one to two guys immediately following the top two that you could say like, Hey, at the end of the day, this guy's going to have an Anthony Richardson like ascension over the spring.
0: Yeah. So you know, I just did a mock draft, and and this is the big question surrounding any mock draft that you do is yeah. okay. Where are the quarterbacks going? Because every NFL draft goes as the quarterbacks go, and, and so for this particular class, you have the two guys at the very top, which are the obvious. We believe that you know, I, I would tell you that if it, if you're a betting person out there, one to two next year is going to be these two quarterbacks just because that's how business is done in the NFL draft if you believe that these are franchise changers you're going to take them at the very top so beyond these top two the guy that I like the most to be that next quarterback is QB3 is actually Jaden Daniels who I think should win the Heisman Trophy this weekend I think he has been the most outstanding player in college football to the definition of the award and when you look at what he's been able to do at LSU, uh, it's been fantastic. And what I love the most about Jaden Daniels is that um I didn't care about him at all as an NFL draft prospect like three <laughs> years ago. And when he was at Arizona State, he was kind of just – he was a classic college quarterback, you know? Had really good mobility to him, decently strong arm, but didn't really read the field much. If he covered up his first read, he was taken off the run with it. And he made some electric plays, and he was fun as a college quarterback. Yeah. Then he gets to LSU – and that first year that he was at LSU, you could tell he really honed in on taking care of the football. And he had one of the lowest turnover-worthy play rates in the country because of it. But this was last year. But the big-time throws were also down. The average depth of target was down, and he wasn't pushing the ball down the field. So you're like, all right, okay, cool. He's, he's taking care of the football, but he's not exactly doing what he needs to do as a passer mm-hmm. to go win you those big games. This year, he took the lessons in decision-making that he learned in 2022. And then he challenged himself to be a better big-time thrower. And holy cow, has he been? He he, is, he has some of the most big-time throws that we have in the country. Mm-hmm. The turnover-worthy play rate is up a little bit, but nothing close to what it used to be. He's going through his progressions. He's comfortable in the pocket. He's getting to that second and third read. He is not just the, okay, one read. If it's not there, I'm ducking and running it. But you know he's got that great athleticism with his legs as well. For everything that Daniels brings to the table. I feel like that gives him an edge above some of these other quarterbacks that I mentioned, a JJ McCarthy, a Bo Nix, a Michael Penix, a Shadour Sanders. So I think that if there's any of those guys that I would take in the top 10 after Caleb Williams or Drake May, it would be Jaden. And I think that he is the, to me, the big wild card in the equation, because like you mentioned, you can make arguments for the Washington Commanders. The New York Giants, the New Orleans Saints, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Las Vegas Raiders, to all maybe take a quarterback. But if there's only one guy to go get, is that going to make for a bidding war? Are some of those teams just going to bow out of that quarterback market before we even get to draft weekend? That's going to be the big question to answer.
2: Been so generous with your time. Do you mind doing a quick two-round mock draft with us, just Cardinals? Oh, sure. Yeah, Let Let me pull up the PFF
0: mock draft simulator. You know, just to, just to, just, well, we can know, pull it up it on know. our screen. We can, we here, can all I got it together. right here, travel Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Here Let's we
2: go. We're prepared for this. We, okay. we, this is, this is something we wanted to, to get the master in on. So we've got it here. We're, we're already in the first round. Beautiful. Cardinals, Pats, Washington, as you mentioned, the commanders and maybe wanting the quarterback. Do you, do you entertain trying to, to drop back a spot or do you just take the sure thing?
0: <sighs> yeah. I mean, it, You, you, you gotta be very confident that they're not going to take the guy that you want. And I, I wouldn't do a trade at this point in time. Um, just because it's hard for me to really walk through all the variables draft weekend. Of course, you're picking number three overall. You're going to, your phone's going to be wide open, you know? Monty is is very clearly somebody who's not afraid to have the conversations and pick up the phone and talk about some trade deals and, and seeing something that could work. Obviously, if you are moving back down from only three to number four, if Washington's moving up, they're probably moving up to go get a quarterback, but maybe they're moving up to go get the offensive tackle that they want. Maybe, you know, Monty can say to them like, hey, Giants are calling and, uh, you know, they actually want your offensive tackle. So if you want this guy, you got to come up and get him. You know, that's, I think, the fun game of, of mm-hmm. negotiation, but – I won't do a trade back, although I think you always entertain it. I would go Marvin Harrison Jr. here. I, I know that this is not the most pressing need for them, but this is the biggest difference maker that you could get at this point in time, I think.
2: Three wide receivers on their roster beyond this season. You know, Hollywood Brown has is, is kind of gone away since Kyler Murray returned. I, I think it's it's actually a, a great pick for the Arizona Cardinals. And it, Johnny and I talk about it all the time. Johnny likes to lean on this, and it's 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 true you can sell Marvin Harrison Jr. jerseys the next day. I oh mean, my gonna goodness! Get fan base. Yeah.
1: they don't have enough players like that. Like we, we've had a Trey McBride Renaissance here. It's been fantastic, <laughs> but like we can only sell you know enough '85s and number ones here. They they need star power. Like yeah. I think the middle of the roster has improved dramatically, but the top end, the top ten percent, where you're going to be able to compete with a Seattle or, you know, the Rams and suddenly, you know, Niners roster is loaded with star
2: players. You need to hit on a couple blue chippers. Yep. Yep. I agree with you. <laughs> All right. We're at that Houston pick as it stands right now. What is that? 18th overall? Yeah. Some really, really intriguing prospects here, Trevor. Can you, can you scroll up? Who did? Uh, let me see the, the run on edge
0: rushers. I feel like edge <laughs> yeah. rushers. You, got, you guys was got tough. screwed a little bit here. It
1: was tough. Chops Holy gone. Cow. Newton's a fantastic prospect. I know you're high on him as are yep. we. He's gone. Yep. Jared Verse
0: is gone. Oh Taylor my goodness! Turner is gone.
1: Yeah. Wow. It's, we're gonna even have
0: you Br- even got Braylon Trice off the board. They're doing you guys dirty out here. Oh, Holy man. cow! No. What about uh, this kid from Oregon State? What can you tell us about him? Oh, so I love Talize Fuaga. He is he's he's one of my favorite tackles in the class. I mean this this guy's an absolute ass kicker. He's got one of the <laughs> highest run blocking grades that, that that we've had in PFF this year. Um, it's basically him and Joe Alt that have been going back and forth for the highest overall blocking grade of anybody. Now he is not the pass protector that I would say certainly Olu Vashano or Joe Alt are yeah. um, maybe even behind a J.C. Latham just because, you know, the footwork I, and just how much ground he covers with his footwork in, in pass sets, it's not as impressive as it is for those other guys. But he reminds me of another offensive lineman I was really high on last year, and that is Darnell Wright from Tennessee, where, sure. okay, just because he he's maybe not as flexible, as, you know, fancy with his footwork and pass protection – he always loves to bring the fight to the pass rushers that are coming at him. And he's got so much strength, and he's got so much violence with his hands that even that is disruptive and has made him into a really, really solid pass protector. So maybe not the smooth mover of those other guys, but he is really nice. He's played right tackle for Oregon State, so he's not a left tackle. So if you want which is Humphreys probably going to be gone after this year? He's under contract, and Paris played – while well, he's at right
1: tackle now he played left tackle at ohio state right, right right it feels like if they wanted to they could they could pull a, a maneuver on the, on this and i mean they could even could they kick him
0: inside for a year could he play he, guard he can definitely he can definitely play guard some people think he's better at guard I, okay. I mean i am i'm one of those that would tell you dude he played well enough at tackle this year i i am always of the camp of if there's a fringe guy like that I let you fail at tackle first, like show me you can't play tackle. And footwork is one of those things that, all right, if you just can't cover the ground, if if you can't be left on an island as an offensive tackle, maybe we'll kick you inside. But if you kick him inside, man, he just he's going to he's going to be people moving for you. So, look, it it sounds like you guys would love to go that direction. You don't have to fight me too much on it. He's one of my (laughs) favorite guys in this class, so I would absolutely pick him.
1: I want to ask a quick question because Bo uh, says I'm grossly irresponsible with even entertaining the idea of two wide receivers. Is that is that an irresponsible (laughs) play, Marvin Harrison Jr. And like, if they've got Keon Coleman, let's say as a as a top twelve pick on on their board, top ten player on their board, is there at least a part of you that's tempted to do that, or is it just this? This team has so many needs
0: you can't mess around with that. So how many they have two third round picks, right? They have Three. three. OK, so they have a second round pick and then they have three third round picks. Yeah, I wouldn't be picking a wide receiver here. Gotcha. No. OK, I wouldn't I wouldn't Fair be enough. The, the the draft is the draft is too deep and you can get wide receiver often to where if you have any sort of trench need or another premium need, obviously, like pass rush or offensive tackle. To me, you got you got to go that direction, knowing that that you will be able to get another wide receiver at some point in time, maybe even right here.
2: So now we're here in the second round, the last pick we're going to make here with Trevor Sikkim of PFF, uh, the Cardinals, one pick in the second round. And then as we mentioned, the three picks in the third round. So uh, a lot of needs. We just addressed the offense and the defense certainly has a lot of those on the defensive front in the interior always could go a premium position at the pass rush spot and cornerback. What do you like here for Monty Austin, and crew? I mean, this is uh
0: beautiful dilemma to have for them because you have obviously wide receivers on the board. If you wanted to take that chance, these guys are still available. A speed guy like Xavier worthy. You know, if a Hollywood Brown is out of there, he's you pretty get, awesome. Yeah. You, you get, you get worthy in there and, I, and that's that boom. You, you've you got somebody who could easily stretch the field for you. Jalen Polk, who has also had an unbelievable year, at Washington, one of the best contested catchers and deep ball wide receivers that we've had in college football. I, the fact that Terry on Arnold is here, that's this I I was telling myself I was like okay if we go offensive tackle with, at, at at eighteen I'm probably going to go edge rusher I probably have to but mm. with Arnold being here you know Kool Aid McKinstry from Alabama gets a lot of the hype but Arnold is certainly really burst onto the scene this season you can see some of those late grades like how well he has been in coverage and. You want to talk about a guy who's got the athleticism to be able to stick with wide receivers at the NFL level? There have been times at the end of the season where he's looked more and more confident that he, like, he's running the routes for the wide receivers before they even break, and you see a lot of interceptions and a lot of forced incompletions because of it. So, I'm honestly between Arnold and his teammate Chris Braswell near the bottom. So Braswell is a senior at Alabama. it, it he's a former five star, I believe. Took him a little bit of time because. He came into Alabama as like a heavy-handed defensive end like more yeah. of like a five technique three-point stance kind of a guy but at Alabama they do a lot of they they do a lot of three four stuff. so instead of having him gain weight and be more of a 4i three four defensive end, they've trained him more to be a stand-up outside linebacker type of an edge rusher. He's finally really comfortable in that role for as good as, good as Dallas Turner is. Chris Braswell actually leads Alabama in total pressures this season. Wow. So, um another dude who is a really good athlete. <sighs> I, mm, I I think I'll go Arnold, just because he is higher on my board, I like him a lot. He to me he's like immediately CB1 and you get Arnold on one side, Garrett Williams on the other, Ketro Clark in the slot like now we're cooking baby. So <laughs> I like that and I think the secondary is a, is really nice at that point. Let's I'm See really how we
1: wrong. did. They're gonna grade it. Yeah. Uh, I, are we grading with a curve? Because Tre- Trevor's guiding us. It's, it's like <laughs> we have, we've got our our teacher side by side when we're filling out the Scantron here. But <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I would sign up for this draft tomorrow, if possible.
0: This is. Oh, come on! Look at that, baby. That's an A. You love that. It's so. Fu- <laughs> it's it's so funny when I do because I do a lot of like written like team mocks, you know, team centric stuff. You know, five round Cardinals mock, five round Buccaneers mock, whatever it is. And we'll always use this image to kind of promote the mock draft simulator. And there are times where I like a certain player for a certain team, but there might be a little bit further down on the on the, uh, on the the overall ranking. So it's like, <laughs> it'll give me like a D or an F or something for one <laughs> of those picks. And it's like, it, but it's me, you know, like it's my rankings that are doing me dirty here with this pick. So uh, it is fantastic. always funny when it kind of spits out something like that. But uh, that was fun. That was good stuff.
2: It's unbelievable to get to do a mock draft with Trevor Sigma of PFF with the PFF mock draft simulator. If you haven't dabbled with that, get on the website now, of course, check out Trevor's great work. Follow him on Twitter at Tampa Bay Trey. Trevor, happy holidays, man. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. I appreciate it guys. Anytime. This is a lot of fun. CNN Indy, my friend, uh, such good
1: stuff directly to the source. I think PFF's big board, and I'm not just saying this because Trevor's a friend of the program. It It is so lockstep, I feel like, with where the, the game of football is headed. And yes, mm-hmm. it's analytically based, but at the same time, look at the information that you get. Tell me you can find that just about anywhere else. Just breaking down individual prospects by grade, individual grades per games. I mean, I'm guilty of it. Like, you can look at a box score and say, that player played well. That player didn't play well. But to go in depth, and we know he was a fan of Paris Johnson Jr. last year. We know that some of these mid-rounders that have popped for the Cardinals, Trevor was all in on. So it's great to be able to bring him back,
2: no doubt about it. And to get insight about Braswell, you know, uh, and and how he matches up with Dallas Turner, who's going to be. We saw him go in the teens in in, earlier in the draft, and yeah, if Braswell's sitting there for Montee奥斯for right for the pick, in or or Armstead, you know, we're one player is getting most of the spotlight. And if you do your research, like Trev does, and of course Monty Austinfort, who's just an absolute just tape hound, uh, he's gonna know that those are gonna be guys at premium positions that can make impact for the Arizona Cardinals and, and immediately transform this roster and infuse it with talent. I mean Braswell is a five star coming out of high school, and sometimes that doesn't matter. But the fact that he was able to transition, kind of go through a change at the college level and then come out on the other side, still a, a top prospect, that that's pretty impressive. So uh, we love having our guy, Trev, as part of our inner circle, Johnny. But um, of course, you always need that inner circle.
1: We do. You talk about premium prospects. How about premium gas at not a premium price with our friends at Circle K? It's America's thirst stop. Save 25 cents per gallon on your first five. Fill up, save three cents per gallon every single day. I'm talking pizza, coffee, ice cold, fountain drinks, and more. Uh, Join the inner circle. What are you waiting for? By downloading the Circle K app today, terms and conditions apply at participating locations.
2: Visit circlek.com for more details. Absolutely. And if you're in the market for new flooring, it's, you know, you're not changing up your floors that much, right? Not as much as you're filling up at the gas tank, Uh, or filling up your gas tank. But it is an important decision to make. And sometimes it can be frustrating. It can be tough. But with Empire today, they're going to make it easy for you because they've got an all-star staff of people that are going to help you out, make the right decision for you. And it's going to be quicker. It's going to be more convenient than those big box floor stores that you got somebody that's just coming, walking off the street that just filled out an application and probably just got hired on the spot, has no idea what they're talking about as far as flooring. And here's the cool part. You can use their... Virtual floor designer, and you can see exactly what their floors are going to look like in your apartment, your condo, your house. uh Check out what's going on over at uh, empiretoday.com and put it empiretoday slash phnx. You can say and get $350 off at empiretoday.com slash phnx. Schedule an in, a free in home estimate today and get that $350 off. Thanks to us at phnx. Big, big fr- uh fan of empire today, Johnny. Uh, I'm a fan of of Trevor's and I listen. It's not because I agree with a lot
1: of what he says. He's got Joel right there as as the you know fourth or fifth best player in this draft. I also like the reassurance, Bo, that this is probably not the draft to take a top ten corner or at least a top five corner. Like it felt like there was momentum with Witherspoon and even Gonzalez who fell last year. Those are premier guys. Car- Hell, Cardinals were mocked to take Christian Gonzalez top three yeah. for a long time last offseason. It feels like that this this pick come next spring barring something I'm for seeing God forbid with the quarterbacks. Hopefully we're closer and closer putting that to bed. It's going to be either Marvin Harrison jr. It's or it's going to be a line of scrimmage player. It almost feels like, like that's where we're headed and sure. Maybe a, a second tier wide receiver can come in and enforce the issue. But like, I, I like what Trevor said, you can get a good wide receiver, obviously at three, but also 18 or 34. You can get quality depth at those positions. But I look at this tackle class and it's like, man, if you can't get Marvin, I want to emphasize this to our audience, not that you guys need educating. There's nothing wrong with one of these two tackles for this franchise. I know it's not sexy. It's not going to sell jerseys. Yeah. You know, Paris Johnson Jr. has been incredibly solid for this team. The, the amount of impact this could have for the next 10 years if they get Fashnu or Alt next to Paris Johnson Jr. on the opposite side, I think it's almost as big as Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm ready to almost take that plunge, Bo.
2: Yeah, it, it, you should, right? I mean, you're you're following through with your New Year's resolution. You're you're changing your your life habits, right? Yeah. It's you're working out, you're eating healthy, and you're doing things for the long haul. Where you know a, a wide receiver that's making big plays for you, that's exciting, right? Uh, but this is something that can set you up for sustained success. And when you've got a guy and you, and you made the decision to move forward with Kyler Murray as your quarterback, and you're going to see that you got to make you know, car payments finally, and it's yeah. going to be, you know, in the form of $50 million in cap hit each and every season, barring, you know, restructure. And hopefully there's going to be some sort of restructure at some point, but still, it's going to be a hefty price tag. Um, it's to make sure that he's going to be upright and that you're going to have somebody or you're going to bookend the tackle position and then be able to fill out the rest of your offensive line and not have to pay a premium for that because that's where where teams really do have to, if they miss on that or they didn't, you know, uh, plan for it accordingly, you know, that's where they're going to free agency and they're just throwing yeah. free agent dollars at guys who probably aren't worth it.
1: Yeah. Was there anything else that Trevor said that sparked interest or intrigue with you because it, I mean, like I obviously we don't know until the draft goes down, but yeah. like the, the emphasis on edge rushers for a lot of those teams, I think is something to keep an eye on. It does I, feel yeah. like though that, that the tackle, the top two tackles are better than any of the top edge rushers as of right now.
2: It does. But then like when we're looking at, and this is just a mock draft, right? But I'm, I'm curious to see if Monty osfort has the same feel as he did with the top prospects at their position, he certainly did this his first draft with the yeah. tackle position. He 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 had the fi- his finger on the pulse of it and realized I got to get back up there if I wanna if I want a franchise tackle in Paris Johnson Jr. I've got to get back into the top ten. I got to get close to the top five, and he got up to six. Right when we see like, does he feel it out and and see that there could be a run on edge or tackle? does he move again? Does, does he get that? And does he, does he start to package some picks to move back up the draft board or does he feel confident because he's got his full scouting staff in place and feel confident? Okay. We miss on this guy. We're confident that we can, we can stick and pick or we can wait later and get another, you know, our franchise left or right tackle, whatever they want to do, or that edge rusher, uh, you know, to couple with, with BJ Jolari, you know, it, it's really going to be fascinating to see how that plays out. But uh I mean, Cardinals are are they just they're loaded with picks. And, you know, I'd be shocked as anybody is if they just stuck and picked with all of them or, or most of them, you know, with their first six picks. I wonder how much moving and shaking they're going to do.
1: Speaking of loaded, how about loading up your wallet with some winnings via our friends at Gila River Resorts and Casinos? We're going to be back there a week from Sunday for our home watch party. In the meantime, Gila River Resorts and Casinos Wild Horse Pass. Nobody does it better. They offer authentic and an immersive experience with unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement that you won't find Bo anywhere else in the desert. They have set the bar that high. They've got a state-of-the-art gaming floor with over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, a live table game. How about not to mention Arizona's largest sportsbook casino. We've been in it. It's fantastic. The dining ranges from upscale, too approachable. Hey, in Arizona, it's always pool season. Grab a cocktail, have a steak. If you've got an adventure that awaits you, do it with our friends at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Check them out at Play at Gila dot combo for more details
2: yeah if you like uh feeling alive you can certainly do that at healer river casinos at wilderhurst pass also you can just do it in the form of spending a dollar at uh, your local circle k and getting yourself a scratch off a holiday scratcher from arizona lottery it makes you feel alive every time you get your favorite coin out or just one whatever's in your pocket or whatever you can find around the house we actually use a piece of a chair that's just uh it's just and I scratch off with that. You can seems find anything safe. that seems safe. It to is do. safe. I mean, I I, okay. I gotta make sure my tetanus shots are where they are and up to date. But uh, scratching off, man, it, it's it's fun. It's there's it's the perfect gift for anybody. If you look at somebody, maybe it's like your old man, your mom, and you're like, yeah, they're not gonna like a scratcher. Just try them, people. Everybody loves a scratcher, no doubt about it. And holiday scratchers, they're here for everyone on your list. Scratchers start at just a buck. Spend that dollar and you can get top prizes up to $500,000. Go buy your holiday scratchers today from Arizona Lottery. Follow them on your socials at AZ
0: Lottery.
1: The only, the only deal that's better than a $1 scratcher, I believe, is a diehard membership to uh, gophnx.com. And how about a half off, folks? $59.99 through the weekend. Pick it up right now. The diehard membership you have been waiting for for 12 calendar months is here and in the process, Bo pick up a free hat and or shirt every single year. You're a diehard. So you're getting the membership half off and you're getting to pick out a free piece of merch and you get unlimited access to everything at gophnx.com and 20% off everything from the merchandise locker moving forward and exclusive access to the member discord with myself, Bo Brock, the PHNX Cardinals, the PHNX anything community, the beat of your choice, which is hopefully this one. Check it out right now. $59.99 diehard memberships. I'm going to tell you right now, Get your membership in. Take a screen capture, right? There it is. So you go and you sign up with your membership. Instead of $79.99, it's $59.99. Send it to Bo and I on Twitter. We're going to retweet it. We want to shout you out. I'm going to tell you right now, the testimonials, I'm not just saying this because I'm part of the family, from diehards, it's like once you get it, you'll never go back, right? It's like once you cut maybe cable or whatever, you're never going back. That's what a diehard membership can mean to you as we hit draft season, Coyotes are red fucking hot. The Suns are, you know, they lost in the in-season tournament, NBA title aspirations, all that and more. Go become a diehard bo.
2: Watch your profanities. You got, uh, I'm going to hike up to the top of Camelback mountain and shout your name out. If you become a diehard and tweet us, uh, you know, in the next couple of days, fifty nine ninety nine. I mean, this hat, what is it about? It's going to run you about 30 bucks. That's half the price right there. You're getting this for free. So you're basically getting a diehard membership for about 30 bucks. You get a free t-shirt and you get 20% off. I think from, for the rest of the year, it's unreal. It's great. Uh, fantastic deal. PHNX uh, locker, of course, go phnx.com. Bye week is upon us, you know, um, what do we got in the, what do you got? Are you going to reintroduce yourself to your family, Johnny? Uh you can say, hi, uh, I'm the, I'm your father. Nice Hello, to- I'm around
1: <laughs> once in a while. I'm here. I am not at a, a sports book or a casino this weekend. We can, we can spend some time together, read some stories, maybe put up uh, some Christmas decor, but I mean, we've earned it. This bye week is grossly too late in the season, but at the same time, it tees up the home stretch, does it? Now we got a month left of football to play. And again, I'll take a month of football with a three and 10 team over no football at all. So bring it on. I'm ready to see Kyler Murray and company. Trey McBride, Pro Bowl berth, maybe pursuing that, pushing for that. Push that draft pick down. I'm, I'm all for all the positives with this team on the field the last month of the season.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to spend my weekend just giving you the cold shoulder and silent treatment for posting on Twitter our reaction to Trey McBride getting drafted. Oh, sorry, How dare you that. bring up those receipts?
1: I, You know what? We're we're humble people. We have <laughs> immense humility. I'm one of the most humble people you'll ever meet. And yeah. <laughs> uh, Bo was surprised. Frank Sanders liked the pick. I did not like the pick at the time. So, you know. We like to poke fun and have fun at each other. I said, wouldn't it be fun if we post our reaction to the Trey McBride pick from two years ago? Obviously, Bo didn't think it was
2: funny. I apologize. Bo. Yeah, I have no sense of humor. I can't poke fun at myself. You are uh, dead inside. That's-, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm as uh, narcissistic as they come and egotistical. I it's always fun.
1: loved the pick. It
2: was, it was yeah. my favorite pick. They should have taken him with the Hollywood pick. Yeah. Four more games to go. We're going to start previewing the stretch, the home stretch for this Arizona Cardinals team, the last quarter of the season come Monday. But in between now and then, uh, subscribe to this channel, like this video, and uh, share it around. Tell your friends about PHNX Cardinals. Tell them, hey, you love Cardinals football? Well, here's the podcast for you. Uh, subscribe where you find podcasts, of course. And have a great weekend. Absolutely just have the best weekend. So thankful, so grateful for everybody that tunes in, interacts with us on social media, and uh, and and of course chats on a daily basis here on the YouTube channel. So thankful for that. Have a great weekend. Uh, try to enjoy it without Cardinals football. And we'll talk to you Monday. For Johnny Venerable, Damon Dog, I'm Bo Brock. See you soon. We all like the mayor.